Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. With me today is CEO and CIO, Chris Wallace. Welcome, Chris. It's good to be here, Dan. Chris, good to have you back. Since, uh, since we last spoke, Chris, we've seen the, the Fed raise rates, and you know, as a result, we've seen interest rates spike, um, all while the curve has begun to flatten. Um, so first question here today is, you know, has this impacted the way that you're looking at the market or investing currently? Yeah, no, we really haven't changed our outlook. I know um, the interest rates, the parallel shift up in the curve is, is caught a lot by surprise. I really think we're still in this, you know, transition from higher inflation and higher growth into less inflation and lower growth. And the flattening curve is very consistent with that. As to the absolute level of the curve, I look, it, it, it can move around 50 or 100 basis points in any 12-month period. So uh, the movement higher we've seen certainly isn't changing the way we're looking at the world. And I'm still on the under as far as the number of rate hikes that the, the Fed can really make. Um, you know, if I was a betting man, I think the, the short end is going to end up somewhere between one and a half and two and a half. And quite frankly, the, the Fed needs to get there sooner rather than later, not so much that it has an influence on inflation, but more so that uh, they can build some credibility, which they have zero at this stage, and the market can move on and stop thinking about rate hikes. And more importantly, going to be is going to be, what is the Fed going to do with its balance sheet? Is it going to be able to reduce its balance sheet? I think there's enough going on in the world that we could all remain skeptical of that ability. Um, and if they don't, you know, what are going to be the, the more medium-term inflationary impact if they aren't able to at least stabilize or shrink that balance sheet? And so you talk about moving on. Um, might be a good to next topic here. So just using the U.S. market as a proxy, uh, it's been a really pretty choppy couple of weeks here, last few weeks, and it doesn't seem like the market can gain much traction really in, in either direction. Uh, so, but recently, you know, we've seen tech stocks; they've had a bit of recovery. Um, mean stocks, meme stocks, rather, this week they've come back right back from the dead. Uh, the VIX has pulled in. Um, I would think, you know, is, shouldn't this be enough positive sentiment for a push higher? Yeah, you know, I think the market's still in no man's land. Uh, there's complacency in the market for sure. We're seeing implied discounts in options versus realized vol. Um, the, the move higher in the meme stocks gives some indication of an increasing risk appetite, but I think it's just more reflective of a trading range. As you mentioned, volatility has come in that boosts the markets typically, but volatility is just moving back to its lower range. It's still uh, in an upward trajectory or trending positively, which is bearish conditions for the market. And we can't ignore the options market. You know, we, we saw the significant influence the option market has uh, post-pandemic stimulus. Um, when you look at option activity in the last week, that's clearly the underlying driver of the move in, in meme stocks, the, the rapid move higher in Tesla and other large uh, companies. And so, you know, the market's going to continue to whip around driven by the options market. Um, I think if it's, it's just trans, transient noise, like I'm not uh, reading anything into it. I think the, the economic fundamentals at work are, are fairly locked and loaded and the geopolitics are everything but positive at this point. And so to that point, you know, looking at the geopolitical front, um, you know, it seems to be some complacency in the markets relates to the, the Russian-Ukrainian uh, situation here. And, and some uh, pundits have, have suggested that the conflict will be over by the end of April. Um, do you yeah. think that the market is already pricing in a conclusion to this? Uh, you know, they're either pricing in a conclusion or that it doesn't spin out of control or that it's just completely complacent as to the longer-term ramifications. Uh, an argument can be made is, 
the the you know the daily activity in the market is just algorithms and traders, and they they all know that you know the rate hikes are priced in, so we don't need to be fearful of the upcoming Fed meetings as it relates to rate hikes and quantitative tightening in on the cards for another six to eight weeks. So we don't need to worry about near-term liquidity. So let's just trade the ranges. And so it builds in this complacency. Um, I'm, I'm of the opinion that what we're seeing in, in Russia and Ukraine is a much bigger deal than really anything we've seen in decades. Um, so I don't expect a quick resolution to this. Uh, I think if you've paid attention to the changes that have been occurring in capital markets and the way um, commodities have flowed and where there's both uh, supply constraints as well as uh, the, the battle among currencies and capital markets, um, you would realize this is just a much, much bigger deal. So it's not going to surprise me if we start to sanction China. Um, the impact on global supply chains, you know, we're still living off um, the products that were floating uh, to our shores and, and elsewhere when the invasion began. But I think over the next couple of months, two or three months, the reality of the situation is going to start to become more apparent to markets. And that's going to coincide with this economic slowdown. And I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's just going to be a very different world uh, four or five months from now. And that could lead to a lot more volatility. All right, Chris, well, good to have you back. Uh, we'll wrap that up there for today, and uh, we'll catch you here soon. Sounds good, Dan. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson and, or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.